What's good, people? It's <laughs> your boy, Icarus Gray. And this is Gray Area Anime, the most wonderful podcast of your day. And we are back with another one. I said back with another one. Kirby says, it is dangerous to go alone. So I choose each and every one of you to come along on this wonderful anime journey where we talk about anime, manga, and all things in between geekdom. Of course, we are back with more, more, more. Teach me, senpai. Uh, we would have been back earlier this, uh, last week, but we were having so many technical difficulties, and I just was, I just, I, I, I quit. <laughs> I quit that day. I, I was like, "Hey, listen, I'm done. I can't do this no more." Like, cause <laughs> the internet was tripping, and I was just done. So we're back. Uh, like we never left. Um, gonna be on a very good schedule i got a lot of episodes coming for you guys this week uh we're gonna be talking uh bleach later on this week but today we're here to talk about the yakuza's guide to babysitting episode six um and we had a lot of fun with this one and you know what that means i haven't introduced her yet because i was getting into the whole spill about missing you guys but you know that if i'm doing a teach me senpai majority of the time bible study girl but known over here is just bsg uh, is back again with us. So you changed me to BSG. I thought you called me Re. Oh, you can be Re here. I don't. I mean, is that what you want to I mean, be here? I, I don't know. You usually call me Re, so just I wondering. Well, I'll be whoever you want me to be. Well, brother. How, who do you want to be here? Because I know who I am there. Um, um, you know, I'm BSB, but I'm also known as Icarus Gray. <laughs> you know. So. Oh, you can call <laughs> me BSG. It'll help for consistency sake i think continuity <laughs> yes and if you call me re i mean i know you're talking to me and hopefully the folks do too by now <laughs> <laughs> okay so typically what we do with these teach me senpai episodes is uh re aka bsg will give me her thoughts on the episode and ask me any questions that she has and i use the best of my mastered ability in watching anime and everything to give her an answer on things that she may not know as a new uh, or rookie uh, anime watcher. I'm going to call her a rookie. She's no longer a noob. She's a rookie because she's watched, by this point, at least more than 10 episodes of anime. So I'm going to give her mm -hmm. at least a rookie card. Uh, she's not a freshman yet. Maybe elementary school. Just somewhere. I'm not even in elementary school, bro. I'm probably not even in pre-K. Like... <laughs> You still picking me up and dropping me <laughs> off in the nursery. <laughs> That's my level. <laughs> yeah. uh, so ultimately, by the time I get her to a place, she'll probably, I, I guarantee I'll probably get her to a place where she'll watch stuff on her own. And I'll just have. I'll just oh, have you to, think so? Oh, yeah. I'll just have to like suggest that this is something that you should watch and you'll just, you'll go. I mean, you might well, not you know go seek it yourself, though. You know what? I probably will watch it on my own, but I would be breaking one of your cardinal rules if 
I would listen to it dubbed, and that, then that, that's I could, it's not a cardinal yeah. rule for me. It's just it is, bro. You are for me. you are an elitist anime. I am not. <laughs> it's just a preference for me. I I mean, I just you know, there's a certain essence to me. I do understand the time constraints that people have. And you don't be wanting to read, like, and if you're doing something, you want to be able to, you know, you want to Americanize things. I, yeah, I, I definitely, I think it's because I am a multitasker and I always have something on my plate. So for me yeah. to really, like, I have to sit down and, like, really, like, be focused, <laughs> like, be paying attention. <laughs> but for me, I think there are not, not, there are fewer occasions on the whole that, dubbed voice actors take it as seriously or get the nuance of what's trying to be presented. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of times they just make it American people in doing Japanese things, which is going to sound weird because they're going to give American performances to things that don't need that. Uh, and there are times where it's good. Um, I've been, uh, really deep into uh, this game, Persona 5. Uh, and it's a Japanese-made game, but it's dubbed. And it, I love the dubbed because all of the dubbed characters do a great job. Outside of the uh, certain pronunciations of uh, people's names and places, which is as American as can possibly be in terms of the way they deliver them. But overall, the voice actors are really good at what they do. So there are times where I do enjoy it. I did enjoy the Toonami run, as I've stated before, of um, a lot of different characters. Now, granted, majority of the characters that I love are all done by the same voice actor. What um, is Toonami? So, uh, Cartoon Network used to run this anime thing, uh, this anime like uh, block, I guess is with TV block. Um, and it would be after I got out of school at like three o'clock from three to the six, eight ish. It'd be like four or five uh, animes that they were run. Oh, so the block was called Toonami. So yeah. Toonami is not a show. No. Toonami okay. is the block and they, they would do uh, after school and there was a nighttime as well. Glad I asked. Show Teach some me, uh, anime uncut. And uncut for anime at that point doesn't mean B isn't BET uncut. It's more so uh blood would be shown if, if there was blood in the anime. Got it. This is called Teach Me Senpai. So when yeah, I have a question, I'm going to ask. Y'all learn something new. I will say this in relation to I understand where you're coming from with the dubbing. So one of my new things is listening to books on tape when I work. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you purchase a book, you have no clue who wrote it. Like, so even if the book is about people in England, when I'm reading a book, I'm not reading it in an English accent, but ta-da, my book's on tape. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, a British person wrote this because there is a British accent <laughs> <laughs> reading it. And it adds a different spice and flavor. And it, and so I, I, I definitely feel where you're coming from. You know, it, it would be like going to see Black Panther and everybody just sounds american right it's not (laughs) like it's you hear it because you're like that just don't feel right so overall that's my thing but how you watch anime is how you watch anime i do not judge you or feel away uh i just would not watch that type of anime with someone like if i'm around this is how we watching it (laughs) so or i'll just watch it later and like go somewhere to let you listen to your your dubbed 
because I, I cannot. Because <laughs> you're an elitist. I mean, it's fine. You like what you like. <laughs> Actually, you're bougie, and that's not what this podcast is about. But this, I will use this in <laughs> off air arguments when we talk about Yo, levels. Of no, bro. We not know. <laughs> no, you already yes. lost. You already lost because I already dismantled the entire argument. Okay, but listen, we all this, have our bougie things. Yes, we do. So what I'm saying to you is I can use this to further my argument. So I'm so thankful I came on this show today. You have peeled back another layer of yourself oh, and, 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 and made oh, things great. Oh, but back oh, to what we're talking to the about. Episode, you. <laughs> right. Back to what we're talking about. Uh, we are smack dab in the middle of episode six. And like you said, we had some tremendous technical difficulties last time that <laughs> caused us to say, you know what? How about no? Uh, so <laughs> let me go back through my recap. So the episode opens with Yaika, um, no, Kirishima being at Yaika school and the moms there are like, you're amazing. Look at you showing up for parent teacher conference and like, oh, you do so much for her. And, you know, really hitting on him because he's a nice looking man, very fit, you know, and they're used to just, I feel like seeing other moms and like, here's this dad. And we're so, I mean, even though he's not a dad, but here's a man. We need some testosterone around here. <laughs> so the moms kind of bat around the fact that Yaika's birthday is coming up. They're fishing for invites to this birthday party is what they're doing. <laughs> they want a closer interaction with Kirishima. They want to look into the inside life. You know, they, they want the interaction. Yeah. And so Kirishima's kind of like, you know, I don't know what's going on. Uh, so he picks Yaika up and they go. Hold on. You know what's funny uh, about that is it reminds me of that uh, post I think I saw on Facebook where somebody was like, I was going to have a play date with this guy, but he was like, he needed to go home and ask his wife. And I was like, that that's weird. Don't you raise the kid too? Like that's yeah. immediately what you just said is the reason why. You go home and ask. Yep. And let it and, be known. So Yaka's my girl. You know, we in an earlier episode, um, they had stopped and gotten donuts for just because she loves donuts. Yeah, and that's oh, for everybody at the up. house. She always like yeah. she she loves everybody at the house and we'll get donuts for everybody. Um, and that's where they met the homeless girl or whatever. Well, she wasn't homeless, she had run away from <laughs> home, that crazy chick. Anyway. Um, so she's walking by the donut shop and this is how I know she's my girl. She's like, oh, Kirishima, they got some new donuts. <laughs> like, look, new flavors. He's like, do you want to go in? Before he can really answer her question, though, who pops on the scene? The friend I asked you about last time that I wasn't sure if it was a man or a woman and you assured me it's a dude and he's definitely homosexual. So he... And that's the reason I didn't know if it was a man or a woman is because he has really long hair. He was wearing mm. heels. He had painted fingernails, but he was looking kind of buff. And I'm like, um, I wasn't sure if he was a woman because, you know, you had me watching Carolyn Tuesday, I think it's called. And there's a lady on Carolyn Tuesday who is very, she's a lady, but her voice is, she sounds like a dude. Like straight up man, and and also I would say that there is probably a lot of uh, just to be verbally correct or pronoun correct uh, could be trans that sometimes they'll be way more clear about that, right. um, especially they 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 handle this. Or I think this is a trope that I've seen a lot. Uh, 
and I think it, I might have explained this to you last episode when you first you asked about them. So you did, uh, but just not to get redundant, it is one of the tropes that kind of happens. It's it's kind of how they at times will handle trans type things, which is to either leave you guessing or you know what a you know that this person is a is a man killer in the sense of like they they're don't play with them. Like right. it, it ain't a game. It's not something that you need to to be trying to test a manhood or whatever you think you're testing because you're gonna lose. And so now I get to see like how y'all know each other, um, and come to find out they grew up together. So that's how they know each other. So they run into him and he's like, What's up? Oh, I was gonna ask you. Yaika calls him Ray Chan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what does Chan mean? Because I've seen it, because I am reading it, you know, because you can't just watch it. I have to read it because I don't speak <laughs> Japanese. Um, I see it attached to different people's names at different times. And so what, what is that? So it is the honorific in terms of like how you're speaking to somebody. So, uh, Son expresses care and is usually used uh, for boys. Uh, Chan is normally used uh, for girls, but it's honorifics. It's, it's Japanese honorifics. Um, and you just kind of know how close to somebody you are most times. Uh, let me see. So since she uses Chan with him, does that mean he identifies as a female? No, it's much more tender, much more intimate, and a little bit of funny. Uh, but no, like, San is, like, just normally used in that way. Kun, uh, is also used, uh, for boys. Chan is normally for girls, so yeah, so yes, yes, kind of a little bit in what it is, or no, yeah, yeah, in terms of how they're addressing each other. Okay. Because he says, he always says, Yika Chan. Um, and he she responds and, and kind of probably because of the same things that you think is just like, right. I'm pretty She's sure. Like, okay, yeah, this is the lady. You know. Okay. So, yeah. So, um, so anyway, they're hooked. So, he pretty much invites himself to the donut shop with uh, Yika and Kirishima. So, they sit down and eating donuts and he kind of peels the curtain back a little bit more on um, Kirishima's past. And he's like, you know, telling Yaika, you know, Yaika is all about learning everything she can about Kirishima. And so he tells Yaika, like, hey, dude was a big jerk when we were growing up. And we used to hang out with this other jerk. And he's like, you remember the other jerk? Yeah. <laughs> and Kirishima's like, oh, man, get out of here. Like, we, we oh. over there. And let me clarify one more time. So it's typically used with, with women, but can be used for boys also because it's just it is like I was saying uh, to express a level of closeness. So I want to okay. make sure I wasn't like it's not like the A and the O in Spanish. Got it. Okay. Good. Um. Um. So we what was I saying? So yeah. So Yaga's getting a little bit of more information about Kirishima. She's hearing about Kirishima when he grew up and 
Um, so she's thankful for that. She's appreciative. And she's like, yeah, you know, glad to learn more about him. And Kirishima's like, okay, let's get out of here. We didn't have enough donuts. So Yaka goes through her order of everything, all the donuts she wants to take to the people at home. And I think she told Kirishima she's getting him a strawberry donut. Like, and you can get a strawberry one, which uh, I thought. Uh, I think she told him a chocolate chip. Because I think okay. the strawberry one is for Sugihara, I believe. Yes, Sugihara. Ha! Like Hilarious. Strawberry ones for him, but she she remembers that he likes chocolate, so she's gonna get him chocolate everything. Every time. Yeah. So fast forward, we get back to the house, and Yaika's aunt um is kind of trying to dig and figure out. Well, she's asking Kirishima, like, what are we gonna what are you gonna get Yaika for her birthday? And she's like asking him, like, so what did you do on your birthdays growing up? And he's like, oh, well, pretty much they really didn't have much. And he remembers his mama making him, like, later on in the episode, I think they... Would you like for me to explain to you what it is? I I figured out what it was, like, when he was making it for her. But at the time, I was, like, looking at it like, uh-uh, this don't look like a happy birthday <laughs> to me. But, yeah, go ahead and explain it to me. Because uh. that was going to be one of my questions. <laughs> Uh, so what she made for him is amu rice, uh, which is an omelet that is cooked very softly. Uh, and you have to fold it very gently because the goal is you sit it over rice. like, And so they'll sit it uh, kind of like fold it. And when you cut it right in the center, it folds out over the rice in a perfect dome covering the rice. Uh, it's not something that's it, that's just like a breakfast item. They eat this whenever. Uh, everywhere else in the world, we're the only people that be like specifically trying to treat eggs, bacon, and toast, and everything else like they're the only breakfast things that we can eat. Um, and typically they'll put ketchup over it. Um, and sometimes you'll spell out, you know, I love you. He spelled out happy birthday, birthday on or, top or, or, or <laughs> things of that nature. Um, but yeah, see, that's what really threw me off. I was like, this looks very unfamiliar to me. And she didn't put some ketchup on top of this to spell out happy birthday. Like, what is this? But you did a wonderful job describing it. Cause later on in the episode, we see, um, well, Kirishima basically comes to the point where he's like, you know what? I want to give Yaika a personal gift. Like, it's not about like big money. I want to do something for her that's meaningful. So he talks to Yaika's aunt and he's like, hey, can you teach me how to cook this? Like, mm -hmm. I want to cook this for Yaika. And I thought that was like super sweet. You know, I'm a super sentimental person. So I love personal gifts. I love it when people think outside the box beyond like how much money can I spend? But like, what is something personal and intimate and special that I can do for you? Now, don't get me wrong. You know, I love flowers. I like, um, I like nice things, but the things that bring me the most joy on mm -hmm. my birthday or any occasion really are the thoughtful gifts, the gifts that have meaning, mm -hmm. the gifts that like, you know, years from now you look back and laugh. I'm going to share this. And this is just because I'm talking about gifts. Um, the last gift Tamika ever got me um, was my Christmas gift. Well, she got me several gifts for Christmas and they weren't like expensive things, just random stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but 
<laughs> she got me a Bath and Body Works candle because she was at my house one day. I don't know what she was doing. Anyway, she knocked my candle off uh, <laughs> of my my TV stand or whatever, and she broke the candle. <laughs> you know, I wasn't tripping. I knew it was an accident, you know, but I thought that... <laughs> as you huh? said, I could see her face right now just going... Yeah. <laughs> that thing where she would like look left and right. Eventually, right. y'all will be able to see all this because I'm going to work out the, the YouTube uh, stuff. Trust. But until then, just know I looked left and looked right and had a very, like, I don't, I'm not going to move uh, thing. Yeah. Um. And so, you know, I don't know. I mean, now, let's be clear. Bath and Body Works candles do be expensive. But anyway, but like, so I'm not going to say the gift was cheap because it wasn't cheap, but it had a lot of meaning to me because it was something I had forgot about. You know, like I wasn't tripping on it. Yeah. She was like, Mm-mm, see, look, I didn't replace your Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had said we weren't going to give each other gifts. So I love that he's thinking about making an experience and a moment yeah. with her. But and see, that's another cultural thing that they do. So homemade stuff means like I took some time. I really care. I want you to kind of feel these things um, on Valentine's Day. If the girl who brings you chocolate makes homemade chocolate, not like store bought chocolate, she really thinks highly of you. On white day, if you do the same, she really thinks highly of you. If you are dating somebody and they make you a homemade bento, which is a homemade lunchbox and little small compartments or whatever, they really care about you. Okay, rewind. What is white day? Uh, white day is the day after or I think it's, it might be the day after Valentine's Day or a little bit after Valentine's Day where if a girl gives you chocolate, that is your day as a male to return uh, the chocolate. To like give chocolate back, so it's kind of like this mm. is us uh, returning, like the the male kind of oriented to females Valentine's Day. Do you celebrate this occasion with your wife? No. Oh, okay. We just give each uh, other things that I, I mean, <laughs> like I don't know what you're doing. Or you're just making it <laughs> I'm just asking questions. You know, I love a good question. Okay, yeah. so let's get back to this episode. Um, so. The thing that's crazy about this episode is so while Kirishima's like <laughs> at home working on his cooking skills. <laughs> I know exactly where you're going. Yaika like wants to go out to the playground, but he's like, no, I got some stuff to do. You know, he don't want to tell her what he's doing. Like it's yeah. a surprise. Like your aunt is helping me learn how to cook this meal for you. So Yaika wants to go out. And so she has to go out with, is this Saguhari? Sugihara. Sugihara. See, I was close. I said Saguhara. You said it. You just, you, and see, the way you're talking now is the way people will pronounce names and dubbed. And I just right. can't deal. I'm like, that ain't how you say that. That ain't even close. Okay, so so him and another and the bowheaded dude that was part of the fake singing group. Wasn't it the bowheaded? No, Gold didn't go with them. Uh, it was the other guy that does talk. I can't think of his name, and I don't know if they said his name yet. So anyway, they take her to the playground. They're like, girl, you can go play. Even though Kirishima busy. Yay, we get to go with you. We get to take you to the playground. It's going to be so much fun. Woo-hoo-hoo. She's like, nah. you know, because that's not really what she wanted. But she's like, okay, I'll go play. Y'all, 
Okay, so she they at the playground. They throwing the rope for her. So no, she got no, there no, with no, no. They tied the rope up, and they're about to throw rope. They're about to throw the rope for her because they like, okay, two grown dudes, a little girl at the playground. We're going to have to figure out a way to make this fun for you. Y'all, this th- this next part is what made me be like, you know what? I think my patience is like wearing thin, like with my age, because, you know, I love kids. Kids are my thing. But on the scene burst, Sarah, she's a foreigner and she's a loud little girl. When I say she loud, she saw Yika. She's like, oh, friend, it's a friend, it's a playgirl. When I say she is 30, she is all kinds of, like on a scale of one to 10, loudness, she's a 30. She is excitement. She is a ball of energy. I think it takes Yika back a little bit at first because she's like, whoa, sis, like you coming in hot. But they end up having the best time at the playground, really enjoying each other's company. I haven't really seen her hang with any other kids before, so uh, she hasn't and hasn't really been able to outside of when she's at school because right. of who they are and how like I don't know what purpose you are here for, right? Uh, you know, because so... yeah, because not everybody that's that's in the Yakuza has the same kind of ethics. Um, and there's a lot that we'll talk about in episode seven about. Oh, yes, that. honey. And I'll, about I'll explain all that. Um, yeah. Okay. So they're having the best time at the end of the play session or whatever. Sarah's dad comes and, you know, they're like, we'll have to get together again. We'll have to get y'all together again sometime. You know, I'm glad you have fun. Blah, blah, blah. They get home. What do you know? Who pop up? Sarah and her daddy, because they live right next door. Like, this whole time, they've been living right next door to each other. So, Sarah's like, oh, my gosh, can I come over right now? When I say she loud and annoying, if my voice was getting on your nerves, (laughs) just imagine the high-pitched squeal that this little girl was having. Like, she's super crunk. So, uh. I think Yaga's dad ends up coming out and it's like, well, we can have a play date at some point. You know, dad's super serious with his traditional garb on. Um, and like I said, Sarah and her dad are foreigners. They are not Japanese. Do you know where they're from? I couldn't quite place. Uh, like, Well, I, I'll get to that in a second. Well, I guess I can go ahead. So clear, they are from America. That it's clear as all the day because of the English that they speak and the way that they speak it. So the way that they speak English is the way, again, that I hear dubbed because <laughs> you can clearly okay. tell that they're using these voices, which how they portray English or American characters, they're always going to portray us majority of the time is very aggressive, <laughs> you know, very loud and annoying, loud and like, well, it, it's more of a because they are more every more societally people are like Yika. It was just yeah. a quiet, your you respect, you you have conversation in a in a very different way. I did a paper on it some years ago about like conversational standards and, and how that goes on. Their conversation is more like bowling and bowling with respect for your elders. Like you wait your turn, you listen to what is said, you're responding to what is said. We talk more like tennis, and it's just like, oh, here's a point, here's a point, here's a point, here's a point. And we're just trying to go back and forth not really you know that's why sometimes it can be hard to get everything together uh but 
whether it's relationships, everything else, they are very like reserved in terms of how they're able to interact with one another. Um, so societally, there's a whole lot of differences, which eventually I'll break down for you and probably break down on this podcast. So you can definitely tell the differences in society and Americans do not come off well. Um, like you said, they're very pushy, <laughs> very, very pushy. So the dad gives the okay. Okay, let's go back a little bit. So okay. throughout the episode, I kept looking at Yika and Sarah's eyes. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, is it because they're kids that their eyes are so large, like the drawing of them? Their eyes are uh, so large and their eyes have multiple colors, whereas the adults, their eyes are not as vivid, not as, but Sarah and Yika have like just beautiful eyes and like it'll be like, five different shades of blue or five you know like it's yeah. not just one color so is that something that carries throughout the anime culture uh, or is it something that's just specific to this show it's varying depending upon the art style and how they want to present people uh so that is a standard but it can also it just depends on the artist everything depends on the artist and everything depends on like what kind of style they're going for um there's a lot of styles that are like, uh, like I'm looking at as my um, the backgrounds on my desktop are changing. I'm looking at all the different like styles and different animes that come up. So it's not something that's particular to this. It that's just particular specifically to this uh, anime. But uh, it just kind of depends on like what you're going for. And a lot of the cuter ones and things of that nature. This is kind of how they will want to show different characters but there are a lot where people all have kind of the same kind of eyes or um they go for a little bit more expressive or um there's just different ways but this i think Mm -hmm. is just specifically to how they want to show kids in that anime okay so are there anime artists like can you tell that so-and-so is working on this anime yes you know what i'm saying you can yes so you you know by their style like this this looks like something I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean there are certain people. Uh, Akira Toriyama is one of them. Uh, he did Dragon Ball Z. So if you've ever seen anything from 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 that ever, which I'm sure you have because of me and or our cousins because of the games they play, uh, that is a distinct style that he made uh, okay. that he has. Um, one of my favorite artists is Tite Kubo, who does Bleach, and that's one of my favorite animes of all time, which just got its uh, final arc of the anime after 10 years, because the manga has been over for about six or seven years, maybe eight. Um, And so I love his art. It's just, it speaks to me. It's, it's so great. But Akira Toriyama is one of the most iconic arts, art styles, that places itself in a lot of different places, as well as the art for uh, the game series Final Fantasy. Uh, all the Final Fantasies have just amazing art uh, in terms of how they present things. But yeah, there there are just so many distinct styles that you see when you see it, you know it. Especially right. if you figure out who the creator of of that is. Um, Carolyn Tuesday was done by the same people who did uh, Cowboy Bebop. 
and so if you look at those two uh, properties, you'll see the similarities and you'll just kind of know, oh, this is this person. This is how they want to express movement or whatever the case may be. Okay. Okay. So back to these loud pushy Americans. Basically, they get an invitation to Yaka's birthday party. They show up. Sarah runs all over the house like she has no home training because she don't. Um, her dad also was aggressive and pushy pushy like, dude, we're going to be best friends, bro. We're neighbors. Oh, you have a cherry tree. Oh, it matches with your name. You know, like he's very... He's very excited and excitable, just like his daughter, like daughter, like father. Um, they sing happy birthday to Yaika, blah, 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 to get the Americans out the house. And Kirishima's finally able to present Yaika with the gift. And of course, she's touched. Um, one thing I skipped over is that he cut himself while he was working. I was. I him. thought that's where you was going earlier because that was the funniest thing in the oh, world. Oh, no, that was disgusting to me. I... It was gross to me. It was gross. Just because his whole like, I mean, she told me to do this. Like, I mean, uh, and his just general and and she immediately. Yika's notice uh, how much she notices about Kirishima, like any change in his behavior, demeanor, anything. She notices all of it. Right. And she immediately noticed like what happened in your hands. He's like, "Uh, you know, nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Like no big deal. And so, meanwhile, (laughs) right. Meanwhile, he's injured himself cooking for her. But I thought it was so sweet. She was so, oh my gosh, she was thrilled. She was thrilled with her party. She's thrilled with her friendship. Um, and she's really thrilled with her relationship with Kirishima. And I think that's really sweet. I love it. I love that he has such a tender spot in his heart for her. And I love that she has such a tender spot in her heart for him. And I didn't talk about this earlier, but they kind of flash back to some of her past birthdays and it would just be her and her aunt, which is so sad. Like, Mm -hmm. and this birthday was such a difference surrounded by so many people that love her and want to spend time with her. Um, So I was happy for her. Then the episode ends with, uh, Dude, uh, you know, they uh, met up Messiah. with Ray. Yeah, they had met up with Ray Chan no, Masaya. earlier. Masaya. 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 Uh, they had met up with Ray Chan earlier and he was asking, Hey, you remember that dude we used to kick it with in school? Mm-hmm. Well, this is the dude all grown up. And we see him like getting released from prison and declaring that he is going to murder Kirashima. And that's how it ends. It was a great episode. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I get to explain more of that in the next episode because they actually go into some really cool things um, that are tropes and, and stuff that only makes sense in anime. I mean, it makes sense Americanized in a certain way, but, like, there's just anime stuff that's all throughout this next episode. So, hopefully, you have a whole lot of questions about that. So, overall... Uh, what did you think of this episode? I just said it. I thought it was great. Oh, I thought it was bad. a great, refreshing <laughs> take. Um, overall, I'm very pleased with it. Like I said, I like the fact that she's gone from being alone to being surrounded by people that she loves. And I think that is one of the things that makes this probably one of my favorite episodes, just because I'm sentimental and I love the sentimental elements that are yeah. sprinkled throughout. And I love that her community is growing. Yeah. I'm all about community growth. Oh, of course. 
Uh, do you have any other questions that you weren't able to get out or that you thought of in this recap? Nah, I asked them as they came, bro. Okay. Well, then I think we've had an amazing episode. Uh, I appreciate you guys for listening in. If you'd like to see more, go to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Icarus Gray, where I do a little bit more deep dives on other animes. Um, things that you should watch, I do. I have a whole genre series on there where I explain uh, as many of the genres uh, that I think are pertinent currently to uh, anime to for new people and give you some suggestions on things you should watch in each of those categories. Um, so if you'd like a little bit more, make sure you go and do that. Uh, follow me on all the socials, which are linked down in the description. And we'll see you in the next one. A one and a two and a peace.